Welcome to America's Podcast, The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap and review podcast for AMC's uh, zombie show, whatever it's called. Uh, my name is Doug, and with me, as always, never misses an episode, Jermaine. How are you doing tonight, Jermaine? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here, the dynamic duo. Yep. And uh, we have, of course... Oh, wait. We don't have Johnny T. Uh, okay. Just writing that down. That son of a bitch. Uh, do you remember when yearly reviews come up? Because I'm pretty sure it's soon. And yeah, I mean, this is around bonus time, so this is going to impact his uh, employer I know. Review. Yeah, I mean, I just got a big, big bonus uh, tax break, so I was hoping to pass that on to my employees, but uh, uh, I guess uh, maybe a second thought. It might not. Yep. All right, guys, uh, we're here. For a b- 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 bonus episode of the Walking Dead uh, show thing we do. And uh, this time it's Jermaine's pick. Jermaine, tell us what the pick is. Season 3, episode 12. The title is clear. Yes, it is. And basically, this is the reintroduction to Morgan. That's correct? Correct. I don't think we... We haven't seen Morgan since, I think, the first two or three episodes of season one. Yeah, and it's been a long time since I've uh, watched the whole series through, but uh, from what I recall, Morgan and his kid uh, either live in Rick's neighborhood or close by, and they were still alive when Rick initially woke up from the, um, his, whatever, coma, um, and came home looking for his family. Um, Is that right? Yeah, they took him in, they took care of him, they explained what was going on, because Rick... Rick didn't know what was going on at that point, so he was just scrambling around. So they, yeah, they took him in and gave him pretty much the update. Since you've been in a coma, the world went to shit. And I remember the one point about uh, his wife kept coming around as a zombie, his uh, reanimated wife, and he just couldn't do anything. She'd be amongst the the horde of zombies that would just hang out outside of their house. He couldn't bring himself to kill her or finish her, I guess. I don't know. Can't kill a zombie. Um. Yep. So, initial thoughts. What do you think? I mean, you recommended this, so obviously you think it's good. But let me hear why. Yeah, you know, it's funny. When I was thinking of, you know, we were just thinking of episodes that stood out. Mm-hmm. This one always popped in my mind because I just thought it was one. It was Morgan, and he used to be a fantastic character. Now they just uh, abuse him and just make him flip flop. But he used to be a great character, and this is where they would reintroduce characters and it felt cool. It felt shocking. Yeah. It was like, Oh man, that guy. Cause now they do it and they're just like, Hey, it's this guy from <laughs> what are you talking about? season you mean, four. You mean, um, Garcia or Julio? whatever. The yeah. Whatever that guy's yeah. name was. You're like, Oh, I remember him. Hey, and remember then he was me? dead two seconds I'm Julio. later. Yeah. I was in that one episode five years ago. And you're like, yeah, uh, I guess I'm going to take your word for that. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember your name or what you look like. But I guess is what's old hat now, and this was when it was fresh. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's that, and the the episode. You know, I think we said it with the last one. This is when like you 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 had feelings about the show. You're like, wow, this is awesome, and 
you were invested in it and you cared about these people. And the structure of the episode was good. Yep. The the story behind it was good because this is one of those kind of one offs. You know, every every season they do yeah. one or two one offs that yeah, are this was in the middle like of the standalone whole, stories. The governor uh, plot, but you wouldn't know it based on this this one off. And it was enjoyable. It's an enjoyable one off. Yeah. Sometimes they're dumb, right. and you're just like, "What? What was the point of all this?" Right. And then this one, I, I just thought was really good. I and it, it always stuck out in my head. So, and it's the I just think the name of it and what it, the episode's about is uh, how it's how it uh, stuck in my head. Yeah, I gotta say, uh, this is a running theme. Obviously, I'm just shocked every time we watch one of these older episodes how much better the show was. I'm not gonna say it, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna say it was perfect. I mean, it still had like a few Walking Dead cliches, but not nearly, not even as many as uh, we watched uh, last time with um, uh, Tyrese uh, that episode. Um, you we know, still with, hate Carl. That's still evident throughout. The oh, whole I wrote seasons. down. Yeah, one of my big things is Carl didn't talk a lot, and he was useful at times. That's yeah. two two thumbs up. That's like casting Arnold Schwarzenegger in your movie. If he cannot talk, he's gonna be like Conan. Uh, Terminator, best performances because he keeps his mouth shut. I feel it's the same way with Carl. Um, but hopefully we'll be... <laughs> Spoiler alert, but <laughs> knowing how the end of the last season ended and watching Carl now, you can kind of... It gets a little nostalgic yeah, him growing yeah. up and the things he did. He did. Like, and once again, uh, I think it didn't hit that hard when we watched it the first time this, this latest season. We found out Carl's bit because... Carl didn't seem like a real person anymore. And I I will say that's my biggest takeaway here. Uh, Well, there's two. But Morgan's, the guy who plays Morgan, should have looked up his name. Great. Uh, This is a great, powerful performance, and he felt like a real person. Like, obviously, this is a fantasy. This is, you know, Dungeons and Dragons shit. Um, But... It, it, it was it was done so well. The acting was done well. The the performances were done well. And I was just thinking about the overall care. That's my second point. The overall care that went into the set design. I mean, this is an elaborate fucking set. All those zombie yeah. traps and and the graffiti all over everything. Um, and I just saw at one point, I can't remember what they were doing, but they walked by a car and there was like a corpse. Just you saw the back of a corpse's head in the foreground and it was kind of out of focus and it was creepy as fuck and like yep. you just don't get those subtle creepy moments anymore out of the show like uh, the zombies are still creepy yeah the, the yeah I, the the set design on this one was fantastic and uh the guy's name is lenny james by the way yeah good good for lenny and, and you know i found myself with the graffiti that you brought up like pausing to read some of this stuff especially when we get spoiler alert into this episode into morgan's house you know there's stuff everywhere and i like right spent the time reading those things to kind of get because you know where everything's at at this point but this is where he started really losing his shit and you could see the trend the transition on the walls with all the stuff he wrote so i thought that was really cool and this is when they used to do stuff like that it was just a flash but if you spend the time and like pause it and read all that stuff, it's really interesting. Well, yeah, that's it's just what we that's what I said about just they took the extra time and care uh, to add layers to to make this like a believable world, yeah, more believable world. Let's say that. Um, so it's really a shame, but uh, I enjoyed watching this one off. It was uh, fucking terrific. Um, yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, I think the episode opens with uh, they're out scavenging. Um, 
and I guess I put it together because uh, on Netflix they don't have the previously on, but I think they're looking for guns uh, to fight the governor. So I believe that's correct. Yeah, so they're in a car, and by they, I mean the family unit. We should have saw the hookup between Michonne and Rick coming a mile away because this is yet another yeah, yeah. episode where like the three of them are hanging out. So it's uh, Carl, Rick, and Michonne uh, together, and there's definitely familiar overtones happening all over the place. Yeah, but you know what's funny is uh, because I did, just watching this out of order, out of sequence, it was initially hard to pick up, and you could tell that I think Michonne had just showed up, and they didn't really yeah they didn't trust trust her, her no. like her. Carl certainly didn't, and Rick. I think he said, you know, I'd rather have her with us than not with us, so we can keep track yeah. of her kind of thing. But they were not like, you know, all the like they are now. All the friends. This is definitely early on in Michonne joining up. Yeah, but so still, they had cool. they had like a yeah. It was somewhat combative. Not they didn't trust each other, but they still they made a good team. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just interesting cause I, I never saw them hooking up as a possibility, but, um, yeah, like I I said, really I, I, as another episode, cause I think it was two episodes back when we did the bonus, uh, my bonus, can't remember which one it was. Um, it was also, uh, where they were hanging out together and I was like, oh, well this makes a lot of sense now. Anyway, um, they find a town that looks like it's been barricaded. Oh, by the way, they drive past, uh, some, some poor a schmuck. Dude. Yeah. Who's who's basically is, missing from the Appalachian Trail because he's got his backpack and his uh, canteen and everything, and he's going along the road and they just go right by him and he's screaming for help. I kind of feel it's bad funny, for like this Alec- one. yeah, Alexandria time is when they would go and seek these people out to bring him into the compound, to right. into the fold. And this at this time they just left every you know left people. Yeah, I think so. um, wasn't it after the farm like uh, Rick got real militant and was like. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess they've left the jail. Um, so, but it seems to be more. They don't have a home right now, so they're transitory. They don't. They can't bring anybody back because they have nothing to bring them back to. So, uh, anyway, they let they pass by some uh, poor schlub, um, but not before their way is blocked um, by a car accident and some zombies attack. They they deal with it. They scavenge the supplies. And and they get the car stuck. Um, by the time they get the car unstuck and they're ready to go, the guy with the backpack is caught up to them. Like, hey guys, I'm still here. Wait for me. And they just take off again. Yeah, again. <laughs> so it's just callous. Um, yeah, you feel bad for the guy. How can he not? Anyway, they end up on a town. The town looks well fortified. Um, there's graffiti. This is this is Rick's hometown. Remember that. Oh, is it? It's, it's, it's oh, not any right. town. It's it's Rick's hometown. Oh, there you go. Good. And the first bit of graffiti I saw, because there's graffiti on the walls, is Away With You. And I thought, who the fuck talks like that? <laughs> right? Away With You? Who's this guy? Yoda or something? Like that? <laughs> Nobody says Away With You unless you're doing an, a play or something. That's how I speak to my servants. I have a lot of them, so <laughs> I just... Away With You, Bernard. <laughs> oh, and I, I have another, before we get into this, uh, you know, this... This show is filmed in in Georgia. Um, yeah, I think even now, like when they say they're in Alexandria, I think it's still Georgia. But um, yes. you know, growing up in Florida, I feel like I saw a lot of these uh, kind of small southern towns and roads that they're. And I just think 
Imagine if, like, the film crew was like, oh, your town's great. We're going to use it as a fucking shitty post-apocalyptic dump. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to close down that dollar cinema and make it Morgan's home and put, you know, no one's going to know. We're not going to have to spend a shitload in uh, set design because your town already looks run down and deserted. Yeah, when you take a... Yes, I've driven through many of these towns (laughs) and seen uh, seen a whole bunch, like... You go to the mayor and you're like, hey, we really love your town to film a movie here. It's like, oh, that's great. What is it? Uh, post-apocalyptic <laughs> zombies. And you probably have some extras in town. We don't even need to do makeup. But uh, we'll use we'll use your town. Is that great? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just couldn't stop thinking about that for some reason. Uh, these little southern towns that they're using in real life. Anyway, uh, so they see a whole bunch of uh, graffiti and somebody's they, they find a pile of burnt walkers and they realize that somebody's here and uh you know i think one of the people say you know this place seems taken let's take off and rick's like no we gotta go for whatever reason probably guns uh and they're going and they're making their way through these um zombie booby traps and one gets stuck um and michonne goes to take care of it but it's shot in the head from somewhere and it appears a mass figure is on top of a building and there's a standoff um, where everybody's has their guns out um, and they're like, just go away. But uh, Rick's like, run for it. So Yeah, he put he put Carl in some danger here, didn't he? I yeah. kept thinking that afterwards. I was like, you just you, your son could have literally just got shot right there and you're like, just run, Carl. Well, I'm thinking like, <clears throat> here's the thing. The guy's on the roof. So you could have dropped your weapons and like kind of started backing away until you're behind a building and got your, yeah, got your kid safe and then maybe either run back for your gun. Cause I mean, the guy's going to have to get down off the roof somehow and you're going to yeah. lose line of sight. I don't know. Going too far into this, but whatever. Rick's like, fuck that run scatter. And there's a gunfight. Um, the guy ends up coming upon Rick and Carl shoots him in the, the chest. He falls over. Uh, but he's got bulletproof armor on, and they take off his mask, and it is Morgan from season one. What? So I, I don't want to gloss over this. This is when Michonne had just shown up, and she was like this kind of like superhero character. Because yeah. she said like, hey, I can get up on the roof. And you know, it's like a four-story building. And she's up there in like two seconds. And this is when you didn't you know, she was still new and she came in as like this uh, superhuman into the group. And this was cool to see before we got into the fantastical craziness that we're in now. Like the trash people. Trash people and the unlimited ammo and all this stuff and tigers. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, it's good to see that people don't have endless supplies of everything. So they actually have to go look for this stuff. Right. But yeah, she got up on the roof in like 10 seconds. So this is when she was building that uh, mystique of being just a badass. I mean, and, uh, she she's a, a ninja woman. Uh, and yeah. when she's first introduced, she, ha- she has two zombies uh, with chains around their neck. Uh, she's leading them around like, it's just weird and surreal and uh, crazy, but it's not as far as people forgetting how to talk. Uh, you know, yes. a couple <laughs> years after the apocalypse. Uh, okay, so... They realize it's it's Morgan. They go upstairs. They find he's got a shitload of um, guns and crazy-ass graffiti. <laughs> um, 
it's obviously obvious that he's not in a good way. Uh, but he has so many guns. You got to think he killed a lot of human beings because yeah, you know. Uh, I was thinking when I saw that stuff, yeah. I mean, there's tons of shit in there, like fucking boxes of grenades and all that. Right. <clears throat> Did he... He murdered people to get those. There's there's no other conclusion to come to, right? I don't know if he was murdering people. You know, you, you find out later how focused he is on one thing, so I don't know if he's into murdering people yet. I he don't, could I be. Don't think could be. Could he could be bad the, shit yeah. crazy. I don't think not. you'd get all those guns scavenging um, unless he, like, you know, hit, like, one whatever, uh, army reserve barracks or something like that, that wasn't hit up by all the other people running around trying to survive. Um, yeah. So I just thought he's killed a lot of people. Um, not just, not just walkers. So, uh, anyway, uh, while, uh, Rick's there checking stuff out, uh, Carl and Michonne go on an errand for whatever. God knows what, there's no reason to go off. Uh, but it comes out later, spoiler alert, that Carl wants to get a picture of his mom from a bar they used to hang out with, or his parents, for some reason. I don't know. Um, so Michonne and him go off, and Rick is there with Morgan. Morgan wakes up and freaks out, and they get into a fight. And Rick gets the upper hand and pulls a gun on Morgan, and Morgan's like, yes, please, kill me, kill me. Uh, and Rick doesn't do it. Um, and it's a lot of dramatic acting. And a lot of back and forth, and you find out that comes out that Morgan's um, don't forget Morgan stabbed him in the chest. <laughs> oh yeah, he gets stabbed. There's no big deal. He puts on like a little bit of toilet paper around his chest. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, there's just a breakdown where first of all he didn't recognize Rick. He thought he was a dead per- <laughs> a dead person wearing a dead no I don't know a monster wearing a dead man's face. I uh, finally realized it was Rick. And oh, there's a guilt trip about the uh, the radio not working. Um, yeah, that was good though. I yeah, mean, I, I, wrote, I don't think I you should down. gloss over powerful stuff. It was well done. Yeah. yeah, man, he he gave a speech like all this. It was it was Rick being all greasy and uh, sad faced as usual, bewildered look. But uh, Morgan just he kept going, man. There was like no breaks. I don't know how many takes they had to do this, but it seemed like one one continuous take when he just had this yeah, and he, soliloquy, if you he will. He worked himself up, too. It started as like, well, no, no, you said you would answer the radio. And Rick's like, well, you know, I couldn't stay in one place. I had to go somewhere to protect my son. You said you would protect, you know, and we, we me, me and my boy went up and every morning turned on the radio and nothing, and you never answered. And he just builds himself up. This is great acting. Yeah. And they took the time. Because <sighs> this, is, this is all the episode is. I mean... Uh, there's very little to this is the meat of the episode right here. Yeah. Is, is this conversation between Rick and Morgan. Uh it was great. Just well done. Um Yeah, eventually uh they make up. Um but uh Morgan doesn't want to go with them, right? Yeah, he's like, Come with me, I gotta you know, we can go back to we have a safe place, we have a prison, all that stuff. He's like, No. I have to clear, and that's where the name of the episode comes from. Yep. And his mindset is he just needs to get rid of all zombies. Because if this, you know, he couldn't kill his wife, and his <laughs> wife ended up killing his son. Yeah, I glossed over that. All right, so and, yeah, he and he couldn't he couldn't kill any he couldn't kill any of them. And then he killed them and, both. And then at the end, he ended up having to kill them both because he lost his wife and his son. And 
he lost his mind. So yep. he's like, I just have he to said, kill all, all I zombies. I saw was red. <clears throat> he just went into a rage. Yeah. Uh, that and that the story was good. Um, it's just great. All right. So on the side mission, uh, Michonne and Carl go off, and he said he wants to find a, a baby crib or something. Anyway, he really wants to go to a cafe and get a picture of his mom. That he, he tries never, to ditch her. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, Doesn't "Hey, work. what's that over there?" and runs away. He's <laughs> like, "You bitch, you little motherfucker." Yeah, so they get to know each other, get to trust each other a little bit. Um, uh, and I really like the the rat invention. The um, Morgan has strung up birds and rats and put them in cages around these traps to lure the um, walkers away. I thought that's really smart, and I don't know why they don't come back to it at all. Um, like later in the seasons, but um, so they they go into the cafe. They throw some rats on skateboards in cages and uh, basically preoccupy the walkers. You know, a typical uh, zombie almost gets you scene where the zombie almost gets you but it doesn't, and you get away. <laughs> right? There's no, there's yeah. nothing much to it, right? Yeah, <clears throat> it's all she, story stuff. She stopped him from making noise, so the other zombies didn't come. Right, and then they get out with their lives, and, um, you know, Carl says, you know, but I need that picture, and Michonne's like, okay, I got it, and um, and uh, she returns with the picture, earning Carl's trust after they had a hell of a conversation about how, you know, we both have whatever similar interests or mutual interests, and we don't trust you, um, but the real... Again, this is the mystique of... Uh... Uh, Michonne because she goes into the back door of the restaurant full of zombies and comes right back out later with the picture that was in the middle of the zombies so you're like how did she do that yeah but but I'll I'll, I'll forgive it I mean no no I think that's that's when this used to be cool right where they can get away with it well yeah she's super slick right and there's a little bit of you're willing to forgive a little bit of this kind of stuff you're just not willing to you just the the disbelief has a I guess a a limit to it so I, I i have no problem with this yep um yeah uh and other than that uh i can't remember what happens other than they get the guns and morgan doesn't want to go anywhere um oh and then on the way out of town they see um a bloody carcass on the road and just a backpack and they yes, stop the dude. and they get the backpack and they keep going yeah that was fucked up. Shit. yeah so I don't. Like, we're not going to take that guy, but we'll take the backpack. Yeah, I that that like subplot of the 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 guy with the backpack. I think it doesn't fit for me. I don't know. It seems to just put the our protagonist in a bad light, uh, and it really I can't think of a parallel to the experience with Morgan and that that whole scene right there. Besides the fact that they don't trust people, maybe it has more to do with uh, Mich- uh, Carl not trusting Michonne. You know, they don't trust this guy. Uh, yeah, but I don't. I don't see the point of it. They're just kind of cold and heartless. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just shut off at this point. They're heartless, like you said, and they they don't want to bring any new people in. That's all. That, I think that's all it is. There. That's fine, but like I said, they they basically warm their heart to Morgan. I mean. Rick got stabbed trying to help this guy and he could have <laughs> yeah. just taken his guns and been like, oh, Morgan, you're in a bad place, but uh, I got my own problems, so thanks for the guns and just left a note there for him or something. But no, he he took the time to like try to get 
earn this guy's trust. So I don't know. It just doesn't jive for me. I don't know. Anyway, uh, did I miss anything? Any observations? I only took a few notes here. Uh, at the end, when they're wheeling out, like you, you see Morgan like killing zombies, putting them on a gurney, and Carl apologizes to him. He goes, "Hey, I'm sorry I shot you. You know I had to, right?" And he, <laughs> Morgan says, "Don't you ever apologize." And then Rick You're said, not "Sorry." Rick said, "Don't tell me how to raise my kid. God damn it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Morgan, you know, Morgan said that that got back to the root of Morgan couldn't couldn't shoot and he lost his son that way. So he was just reiterating that. And it, you don't see Morgan, yeah, I think, point. till season five or something after this. Yeah, so, I, I don't remember <clears throat> Morgan's journey like uh, obviously they met him for the first time here. But I remember he comes out of the woods at one point. I thought he was following them to Terminus. Um, he comes it's it's like just two after? or three seasons later he's in the woods and he's like i think they're put he's following symbols on the trees or some <laughs> shit but this is when he comes back is when he's i don't kill anybody morgan yeah and that's when he hung out with that um that big the guy man yeah um but i remember he like isn't his reintroduction to uh rick i think was in alexandria after rick killed that um husband after yeah, so cockling him Cuckolding his wife, yeah. he, he fucking cut off his head, whatever, with a samurai sword. And then Morgan's like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Rick?" And Rick's like, covered in blood. He's like, "Blood Ooh, head to this toe." This is awkward. He's like, "I don't kill people now, and you just, I just watch you cut off that guy's head." Um, <laughs> so good to see you, Rick. Uh, yeah, and this is back before um, they started waffling with, uh, you know. Morgan, Morgan's violent and crazy. Morgan's a pacifist. Morgan's violent and crazy, and he's a pacifist again. It's just boring. Yeah. All right. Uh, but good, good pick. Um, I'm very upset that we're not uh, gonna get this caliber of episode, I guess, ever again. Uh, they are hiring a new showrunner for next season. I don't know what that means. I feel like next season is probably uh, the do or die season for. Uh, the Walking Dead. A lot of people have given up on the show altogether. Um, and this, n- so far, the Negan thing started with a bang, uh, but really hasn't developed into anything too compelling. I know there's been a couple episodes these past few seasons, but if they don't get their shit together next season. I think that's the last season. Yeah, probably. <sighs> it's a shame because <laughs> I might. <laughs> When the season's over, the series is over, I might go back and rewatch it and maybe all the way through to season, let's say, four. I think right about where they got to Alexandria started to fall off a little bit for me. Agreed. All right, good pick. Uh, this is going to come out um, Tuesday the 20th, I think, something like that, 20th, 21st. Anyway, we'll be back the following week for, uh, you know, season eight resumes, so... We'll be back for that. Can't wait. So excited. Maybe we'll just quit the season after one or two episodes and just go back and review old episodes. It'd be a better time. <laughs> I know we watched season episode or season eight, episode two today, but we're going to talk about season two, episode three, because <laughs> yeah. it's just way better than the shit we watched. Uh, I think our fans would enjoy that. Um, guys, let us know. Um, go to the website. Um, uh, I don't know what the website is. You can just uh, Google search The Shameful Dead, America's podcast, that is, and you'll get to us. You can leave some comments. Let us know what you think about these bonus episodes. Let us know what you think about uh, 
doing other uh, reviews of older episodes and let us know if you're excited about the new season and let us know if you want to give us some money. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> MBG. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for joining me, Jermaine. You're a professional and you show up to work on time and it looks good. Um, not so good for other people who will remain more than well. Alright guys, uh, take care and we will see you next Tuesday. Adios. Bye.